I wanted to talk something about Japan. Yeah, but Manchester's like Manchester's filthy, mate. <laughs> it's so dangerous. Ninety percent of the UK cities look same to me. Oh, screw your Cornwall! I'm not going to Cornwall. It's like fifty hours away. <laughs> now that we're talking about this, I'm gonna complain about the transport system in the UK. It's so expensive and it's so slow. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen like people fucking puke on the train. Like, you're not gonna have that puke there for the whole day, right? If someone puked at 8 a.m., you're not gonna have the puke staying in that tube for that character. Nah. <laughs> That's a funny story I had from my parents. So. That's why you shouldn't get so drunk, Softro. I'm trying to be sober. Yeah. How many millions of yen have you spent in nah, a life? Let's not let's not talk about it. I don't think um, I don't think I spent that much money on clubbing. Oh, please, I wasn't asking you. I'm telling you, you do. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, mate, it sounds like I'm such a shitty son, like spending my dad's money on fucking clubbing. A fucking vodka. <laughs> I'm gonna pay fucking 300 quid on a bottle of champagne. I'm not gonna do that. Do you know Do you know who owns these um, clubs in Japan and Tokyo? The like tattoos all over his body. Welcome back to Sort of Wonder Podcast. Uh, this is a part two of episode with Jerry. Um, enjoy. I wanted to talk about something like Chinese people. Mm-hmm. So whatever, like normal people, for example, like I, in London, you guys, like not you guys, like there's a, there's a Chinatown. There's, basically, what I'm saying is that there are Chinatowns everywhere. Like yeah. Chinese people like always like I don't know how to describe it, but obviously you guys feel like secured. I don't know, like you guys are kinda of connected always. And then on the other hand, like Japanese people are not like that. Like obviously even like if I find Japanese people in the UK, mm-hmm. I don't it's not like I feel nothing, but it's not like oh he's Japanese, so I have to talk to him or something like that. I mean it's not like I have to talk to him, but it's just doesn't appeal to me like the idea of like speaking to Japanese people you know what I mean like if mm-hmm. I if I find someone that is from Tokyo mm-hmm. I feel more connected no matter where you're from like like no matter what your nationality is like if you say like for example if I find someone that is British but he's also from like Tokyo because obviously lots of foreigners work in Tokyo now yeah I mean, then some people, some foreigners, they grew up in Tokyo. Then if I find someone that grew up in Tokyo, I feel more like kind of connection with them. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't know. It's a bit. It's really weird. Like, cause you don't really um, you don't really see like Japan Town. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Like, but I think they um. I don't know. They just have like this strong sense of um, togetherness, like being in a community. Togetherness, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
you have you have like Chinatown in England. You have you definitely have one in France as well. You have a lot in um, you 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 almost have one in every um state in America, pretty that's much. That's the thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, you have it in Canada. Definitely, there's a lot, but um, I've never yeah I've never actually seen a Korean Korea town or Japan town or anything. I've seen Korea town in Los Angeles. I think. Oh, also I've seen. Korea town in San Francisco because obviously I don't know why I mean, like we haven't seen like lots of Koreans in the UK but I'm pretty sure lots of Koreans study in America yeah Rather I think than, yeah actually you know that's a, actually yeah that's true I don't remember I don't remember seeing any Korean students in Kent um, Actually, I think no. There, there's a there was a couple at, on my course in um in Loughborough. Yeah. Actually, oh yeah. But um, but not in Kent though. I don't remember. I even looked up Korean society back in back in <laughs> Kent, but I didn't. I don't think I found one. I can't remember. Yeah, I've seen a couple of Korean people, but like not as many as like Chinese or Japanese people. And also from for like the other um, well, ethnic culture and groups it's te- there tends to be like less a smaller scale community in terms of um having like restaurants and stuff together so yeah. this was the end of last year when i was in london there was a street and on that street it was mainly arabic and middle eastern restaurants oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. so you'd have you have some but smaller scale ones it's not like you can't say it's chinatown it's not it's not that big true true you have some like communities there that are gathered together. I wanted to talk something about Japan because okay. obviously, how many times have we been to Japan? Um, one sec, let me just think. All right, the first time I went was in um, was in Kent. Actually, I've never been before there, but my first time what, visiting Japan was quite. It wasn't that fun because I didn't go to Tokyo. Oh, okay. I went, I went to. Osaka and then Kyoto and Nara. Nara. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I love Nara. Nara was beautiful. There was a lot of um deers there, reindeer. <laughs> and I went to this uh very nice restaurant. Oh, I can't remember the name, but they had this um. It was a very high class gyudon. <laughs> okay. Premium gyudon. It wasn't. It wasn't that expensive, but it was. It was really good. Uh, I need to go back one day. But um But you yeah, know, so- um let me talk about this. Um you know the gyudon, like it's yeah. a beef ball from mm-hmm. Yoshinoya. I read an article which was about like Yoshinoya's gyudon. So Yoshinoya is like one of the I biggest, know, I know. One I know of the biggest like yeah, one of the like, biggest one of my favorite restaurants in China. Yeah, like for like those listeners who might not know what Yoshino is. So Yoshino is like one of the biggest beef ball chains in Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like three biggest them. Yeah, and anyway, so the article was about like no matter how much money you spend on the beef ball yeah. to, cook, to cook, you can't make better gyudon than Yoshino's. Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, you could use you could use like expensive wagyu to make yeah. your like sick beef ball, but obviously Yoshinoya's gyudon like it's so good. 
Yeah, I don't. I can't get tired of it. I can pretty much have it like three times a week or something. <laughs> I don't use um. Well, especially like in China, because there's a lot of restaurants that aren't like hygienic enough. They they don't reach oh, like yes. very, like good hygiene standards, especially like when you order takeaways and stuff. But if you order from Yoshinoya, like nine out of ten, you're gonna be happy about it. Nine out of ten, yeah. There's so, the odd chance yeah. sometimes, like in in some regions where it's not very popular. So if you weren't, if you if you were outside of Beijing, if you were in a smaller city, perhaps you'd get less like worse quality stuff. I don't know. Oh, okay. I, I ordered from some rural area once, and then the well, the gudon was crap. The beef, the quality <laughs> of the beef was really bad. It just it didn't feel like it was from the same restaurant. I'm pretty sure, like making gudon, is not. Much effort to do. Like obviously, like you need、It's, to you need、I、to can, cook beef and put it on the rice. Yeah, I can I can cook it myself. I'm just too tired. I'm too lazy. <laughs> yeah, so am I. But Yoshino is amazing. Love it. And um, hang on. Let me let me get back to what. what yeah, let me.、Uh, let's go back to the the your trip、right. to Japan. So about my first visit to Japan, it was a bit underwhelming. I didn't. Well, you guys went there. I think you you didn't go to Japan. Wait, did I go to Japan first, or did I go to Japan after I met you? I can't remember. I think it was. I think it was after I met you. The only thing I remember was um I met yeah that's after I like we met each other so I. But you guys, you um, you Masa, Telma and Asami, you guys didn't go back to Japan. I think, or even if you did, you were in Tokyo, and then I wasn't there. <laughs> I met so I met up with you. Like the only thing I remember is like I met up with you、um, at the Shibuya Station. Shibuya Station, I think that was Shibuya Station. And me, you, and Asami, we went to the kind of bar. Was that in Shibuya? Shibuya? That was Shinjuku. That was in Shibuya. Was that Shinjuku? No, I、yeah. think we went to a bar in Shibuya somewhere. Then we、uh, had like this like Russian takoyaki. Yeah. Oh.、Um, I remember it was yeah it was takoyaki roulette. One of them was really spicy, and then you had it. <laughs> yeah, that's the time you came to Tokyo.、Right. The year yeah, after, me, year after, yeah, yeah, you you came to Japan as well, like next year. I definitely like like liked Tokyo better because well Kyoto was Kyoto was cool and stuff, but it was well again like. It was probably because I didn't have any friends there, so no one could show me around. And then we were going around with like some, or、well, my mum's friends. <laughs> yeah, mate. They, and then Osaka, I went to see Osaka Castle. That was really cool. Osaka Castle.、Oh, yeah. yeah, I think it was there was like a famous battle、uh, back in a single、yeah. period. Yeah, it was.、Uh, who was it again? Was it um? Tokugawa. What are they called? What are they called? What's that family? Tokugawa, like Tokugawa Toyotomi. Yeah, they were siege. They were late putting a siege on the、uh, Osaka Castle, and then、yeah. it was、uh, Yukimura Sanada or Sanada. Oh, you know much about Japanese history. You know well. I know more than you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love Yukimura Sanada. He. I think he was、cold. the one that was defending the castle. I can't remember, but he was a he was very. Big um famous general, yeah. And yeah, so my first time visiting Japan, there was no friends. Uh, didn't. Uh, 
I didn't find like much stuff to do for my for my age. Because <laughs> <laughs> you went to Kyoto, right? Like obviously, like yeah, I haven't even been to Kyoto, but obviously, like yeah, but, but um, that that tells you like why like young people wouldn't go to Kyoto because there's not much things to do. like. Mm. I can't believe you never visited the old capital, mate. <laughs> and also, so like, um, it's like, it's like, for example, like, it's the famous yeah. thing I was asking you, like, asking British people, how come you never been to Manchester, even though it's like second or like third biggest city in the UK? Yeah, but Manchester's like, Manchester's filthy, mate. <laughs> it's so dangerous. <laughs> Kyoto could be dangerous, you know. I heard so many people. Like that went to Manchester Uni, they get mugged and stuff, and not just oh, Asian, really? but like local British students. Yeah. Oh my fucking god! Well, yeah, was Liverpool as well. It's just like Birmingham is not good um, in terms of these type of things. Basically, just yeah. The university. Can I talk about this? Yeah. Can I talk about this? Um, I wanted to say I'm not gonna say anything bad about UK or something. But you know, like how Japanese cities, like each city, it's so different. Each city is so distinctive. Like for example, like if you said Nara, Nara and Kyoto could be quite different. Also, Osaka, even though like Kyoto and Osaka is so close, like it's like literally like, twenty minutes by bullet train or something like that. But it's still quite different, isn't it? Like Kyoto and Osaka. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure. Like ninety, like London. London's so different to like some other other cities in the UK. But obviously, what I'm trying to say is like ninety percent of the UK cities look same to me. Yes. No matter where you go, you see the you see the same shit. Like you see fucking church, you see fucking cathedral. Um, all you got to do is like fucking go to pub and eat fish and chips or whatever. Yeah, it's it's also the design, the structural design of the buildings. They look really yeah, similar. Exactly. Yeah, that is something I'm kind of disappointed with UK. But apart from that, I love UK. Um, I don't mind living here. Um, <laughs> no, to be to fair, if, in, if, I'm, if I was working in the UK, the only place I'd stay is um, London. And only yeah. areas of London. Mate, actually, Cornwall is quite nice though. Oh, screw your Cornwall. I'm not going to Cornwall. It's like 50 hours away. And yeah, listeners, if you have a chance to visit Cornwall, please do. Please I... let me know. Um, I'm going to show you around. <laughs> no, no, don't, no one goes to Cornwall. <laughs> this is to all your friends. Please don't go to Cornwall. It's just not worth it. It's so. I'd fun. love to. I'd love to welcome any of you guys. So please let me know. Please hit me up. Yeah. Now that we're talking about this, I'm gonna complain about the transport system in the UK. It's so expensive and it's so slow. Let but... me talk about. This. Let me talk about this. So you know Cornwall, it takes fucking like six hours from London. However, it takes like two hours from London to Exeter. Then. So it shouldn't take that long from London to like Cornwall. Wait, so what? so basically it takes two hours from London to Exeter, right? What by train? And, are you sure? By train, by train. But it takes 
the from Exeter to Cornwall is only like one third of a journey. It takes yeah. fucking four hours. So I I searched up like what company fucking running this like UK's transport show like who made this like UK's UK's like clappy like trains. Fucking Hitachi, which is a Japanese company, came up and I was like, ah. Oh. Wait, what? <laughs> the Japanese company is like running the what? But between X it's, it's not. It's not like running the transportation system or anything, but it's just they made trains in the UK. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was years ago, man. You can't. I don't think you can blame them because, yeah, like England, they developed this system so earlier on the underground, the tube station as well. That's why, like, you know, and in order to refurbish it or renovate it, you're gonna have to shut down the whole system for a long time. And that's yeah, just, that's something like I'd like I'd like yeah. to com- complain about. Like obviously, like whilst you're on the tube or like underground, whatever you call it, um, you can't connect the fucking internet, mate. Yeah, there's no signal at all. <laughs> I'm not gonna say Japan is better than UK or anything like that, but obviously it is. It is. <laughs> on the fucking subway in Japan, you can your fucking internet signal is fucking. It's not strong. even internet signal. You you get you get um you get mobile like signal as well. Yeah, you get, like uh, Wi-Fi you and it, you get it in China, and I, I I'm sure you get it in South Korea as well. I can't remember. I went. I haven't been back to South Korea in like a couple of years, but I haven't been back to Korea in a while. But um, if I remember correctly, I think we have like phone signals in Korea as well. What in the tube? And all three. Co- Three like Korea, Japan, and China. The the tube, the underground subway, or whatever. It's, they're all very clean. Yeah, it's very modern, very clean. But <laughs> can't can't say the same for the one in London. That's the thing about like Asia. Like everyone tries to keep it clean. Like I mean, everything. Like it doesn't matter. Like room, like streets. I mean, it's good. Hey, I'm not. I don't want it to be dirty, but sometimes it gets frustrating. Like some people, like always try to keep it like everything clean, and like. Oh, I know what you mean, but that's. It could be sometimes who, like, who have OCD, mate. <laughs> true. But um, no, it's just. I feel like they should change the the materials they use for the seats. I oh yeah. It's because you can't you can't clean those. They're um, they're like cushions. They're like you know sofa sofa cushions that you have at home. That I'm pretty to- sure. I'm pretty sure there must be a way to clean it. But the seats in Japan and in China are all like, well, what is it? It's not it's not exactly plastic. It's something similar to I can't remember the name for it. But like it's but, very easy to clean that. All you have to do is just wipe it. But you can't wipe the seats. Because I'm pretty sure I've seen like people fucking puke on the train. Like especially like Japanese business people, like Japanese businessmen. Like I've seen people fucking throwing up on the train, and I was wondering how, like, train companies gonna clean up this shit, like, off like next day, because obviously like train systems, like, especially in Tokyo, trains mm-hmm. are so busy, like they can't afford it to like. Wait, the subway system in Tokyo. What? When does it finish each day? Um. So the last train is like. 12? 12 a.m. 12 I think, or 1 a.m. I think Yamanote Line, like the last train for Yamanote Line is like 1 a.m. or something like that. 
Yeah, the so basically they um they they get the or the cleaning service or the people in charge of the cleaning in at yeah. the end of the service and at the end of each day and then they they clean they um disinfect or whatever they do all that and get it ready for the next day. So mate, that's, that's the last job. They, mate, and that's... also um I'm yeah. sure I'm sure they have people on standby as well because um you know if you have people throwing up, some yeah. people report it then. When you get to a certain station, I'm sure someone will come in and clean it. All right. Well, maybe you think about it. You're not going to have that puke there for the whole day, right? If someone puked at 8 a.m., you're not going to have the puke staying in that tube for that carriage nah. for, for the entire day. That's not. They're not going to let that happen. Yeah, one well, of my friends, um, one well, my friend's dad, um, he like the other day apparently he got very drunk, and he was sitting. I was. I think he was on bus or something. He was on the bus. So I think bus driver. He didn't notice that there was a guy like like seat in the bus. So he, the bus driver basically left him in the bus, and the bus fucking went to the the bus station, whatever. <laughs> and he was left on the fucking seat sleeping there the whole night. I think. And then he realized he woke up and he found himself. Fucking in the bus, and he didn't know what to do. So he, was he opened. <laughs> so he opened the door. He opened. No, he opened the window of the bus, yeah. and he got himself out of the bus. Then he left there. They probably then thought he, he was a thief if they saw him. Then he realized he left the fucking his bag or his wallet or something on that bus. Yeah. But <laughs> since it's like bus station, all the buses they look the same. <laughs> so he had to find out which bus's window is open oh, one God. by one <laughs> one by one he checked everything and he got it back eventually but <laughs> that's a funny story I had from my parents so oh, I can't I can't believe the bus driver didn't see him like, he must have just like got off straight away so basically looking. he was he was so drunk so he I think he was kind of bending over and the bus driver didn't notice that ah, guy okay. so yeah, he was definitely blocked by the seat in front of him then. Yeah, exactly. That's why you shouldn't get so drunk, Sotaro. I'm trying to be sober. Trying. I've been trying to be I mean, like, I drunk some beer last night, also, the day before. The, so only reason, <laughs> the only reason why you're back in the UK is because you can't. You said you can't study when you're in Japan because you go clubbing with your friends the whole time. That's a thing. How much? That's the moment. Yeah. How many millions of yen have you spent in a nah, Let's not let's not talk about it. <laughs> Shout out to million? No way I spent that much money. But obviously, um for those who don't know what a life is, so a life and either one or there, the biggest nightclub the biggest, probably one of the biggest nightclubs in Japan. And especially if you are a foreigner and come into Japan. Um you should probably go there because lots of foreigners go there clubbing. So I highly recommend it. Also, if you hit me up, I'd show you around. Um, but I can't promise I'm going to buy you some drinks or whatever. Anyways, um, I don't think um, I don't think I spent that much money on clubbing. Oh, please, I wasn't asking you. I'm telling you, you do. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't a question. It was a statement. <laughs> Yeah, um, it's something I regret a lot. Obviously, it's not the money I earn or something. Obviously, I, I've been <laughs> done into my 
That's money. Yeah, I'm like, mate, it sounds like I'm such a shitty son, like spending my dad's money on fucking clubbing. Fucking vodka. <laughs> <laughs> so how much how, how much actually is a bottle bottle of um gray goose in one oak all right let me tell you about this so i don't know about one oak because i'd never so when you came to one oak with me that was the f- first time i'd ever taken the vipc at one oak <laughs> so i've never done it i've never done it but obviously um that was like last summer i went clubbing at one oak with my friends and one of my friends that was her birthday or something Mm-hmm. And one of her friends, she insisted me on buying like a bottle of champagne. Mm-hmm. And uh, the bartender told me that uh, the one bottle of champagne would cost me like 300 quid or something, 300 pounds. So, wow. like, 400 dollars basically. Jeez. I was like, I'm not gonna pay fucking 300 quid on a bottle of champagne, I'm not gonna do that. So they, about that, they, they charge you ten times more than what you what would it cost if you weren't if you were buying exactly it exactly. Oh, I, I've got to tell you this, mate. Air life. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's where the grey goose is most sold in Japan. Oh, so that, <laughs> the, the highest sales for like grey goose in Japan is at Air Life. How much do they sell you, share, mate? What, what, what were the figures? I don't even know. I don't even know. But oh. that's why, like, so as I kept clubbing, as I kept clubbing back in Japan, I got very close to some people that work in air life. Yeah. Then, like, they told me that, like, they have got the highest sales number for Great Goose or whatever. Uh. But apparently, for nightclub, like, nightclubs, like, those, for those who work at nightclubs, they want people to spend money on champagne. Mm-hmm. Because um, that's because obviously vodka it takes time to finish one bottle of vodka. Imagine like one bottle of vodka, it takes yeah. so much time to do it. But champagne is not as strong as vodka, so apparently people want like customers to spend money on champagne instead of yeah, because they'll they'll finish it faster and then they need another drink. Exactly, exactly. Oh, uh, actually, I've got a question, mate. Do you know Do you know who owns these um clubs in Japan and Tokyo? I don't know if I can say this, but obviously I don't know anything about it. But mm-hmm. I'm guessing <laughs> um, the <laughs> some sort of like yakuza people can be behind yeah. it. I yeah. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised because you, you need the connection for it, and you'd also need the security. But to be fair, though, I'm like I, I think the Japanese government is trying to um, like regulate yakuza like those people are very like strictly, especially like these. It is just act their businesses get like very limited percentage mm. over the like past past years. So but still like I remember um I went to um a sauna um in Kinshu, which is um east part of Tokyo. And it's a yeah. bit like it's a bit sketchy area of Tokyo. I went there I went to sauna with my mates and then most, you know, most like Japanese onsen, like mm-hmm. public bath places, they would ask people if they have like tattoos, even the like small tattoos. Yeah. They would accept sauna. Uh, they still accept people with tattoos, 
and I went to that kind of place. Yeah. And I saw a guy that like tattoos all over his body. <laughs> Did you think he was Yakuza? I'm pretty sure he was like, all over his body, like, like from so, like neck to like. Is it like uncle. a rule? Is it a rule that they have that they can't that they're not allowed to accept people with tattoos all over their bodies? Yeah, I don't know if it still applies to like foreigners or something. Because obviously, if you like, if you are holding a foreigner and if you've got tattoos, it's so like, part of the culture, isn't it? But if, in Japan, like tattoos are not like. If you've, if you've got tattoos, you could be seen as yakuza. That's the whole concept of like not accepting, not ac- accepting people with tattoos on it. Uh, what about? I swear, like, there's not. I mean, I haven't heard or seen any news regarding about bad stuff relating to the yakuza lately in the past like five years at least. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, they can't do much about like. Because obviously, I think there's still some between, like, like among some like different groups of yakuza. But nowadays, mm. they can't just punch normal people. But I remember, like, when when my dad went to Osaka. Yeah. At like when he was still at the university or somewhere, mm-hmm. uh, he was like 21, 22, and then at that time, still yakuza's power was still powerful. They could probably do anything they liked. Then he went to Osaka. He somehow ended up being kind of like sketchy about Osaka. Then, <laughs> then like two kind of drunk yakuza fucking came up to my dad and legit, legit fucking punched my dad, kicked him, something like that. Oh damn! Did did you fight? When that? I had, <laughs> I don't think so. He couldn't do anything about it. Like they were apparently drunk and. It, couldn't control themselves, just fucking punching my dad. And <laughs> it's crazy. Like when I had that story, I was like, I never had like that kind of story, especially like because obviously Yakuza are not like that anymore. So I yeah. didn't know that kind of what still like I mean, even though that Japan has this like famous, you know, this crime syndicate organization thing, <laughs> I still feel it's a lot safer than being in being in like in France or England. Oh, you think so? I I don't know anything about like gangsters or like gangs. Hey, definitely, if you think Texas. about it, like, and you know, like a while back, they had this like stop Asian hate thing in in America and stuff going on. Guys, this is an end of part two. On part three, we'll be talking about some hate or racist stuff towards Asian people. Uh, stay tuned. Um, thank you guys for listening. I'll see you guys soon.